G'day ladies, g'day gentlemen, welcome to another Guitar Wing Podcast. I am your host with the most, T. Roy McCubbin. You haven't got a choice, so uh, that's just the way it is. This is Guitar Wing Podcast, we're at number 80, 88. Holy snapping duck shit. 88, 12 to go, we're going to make 100. We're going to try and make the 100 show kind of special. I don't know, we're still trying to work out what to do, who to have on. We'll work it out. Uh, but uh, yeah, hope you're doing well. How you doing? Like, how's life? What are you doing? Driving? You working out? It's so crazy how the podcast you just takes you out of the uh, the reality of your life at that moment in time. Um, yeah, I listen to them a lot more than what I did before we started this podcast because I, I had no idea what a podcast was until we started Guitar Week. So, um. I delve into the odd podcast and have a listen. Some of it, there's some great stuff out there, including Guitar Wank. <laughs> ah, what's going on this week, people? We're still all here. North Korea hasn't bombed the shit out of us. We haven't got a nuclear war yet. So until then, we will continue on with Guitar Wank and uh, our quest for tone and um, talking shit with uh, Mr. Scotty Henderson and Bruce Foreman. Uh, it's been a good week. Um, what's been going on? A big i got to say a big thanks to uh, Richard Smith and his uh, lovely Mrs. Julie for last week. And this week, this is another Richard Smith show. We continue on with it. Um, he's a great player, good man. Wherever you are out in the road, Richards, g'day, mate, uh, to you and Julie. Thank you so much for hanging with us, guys, in this, uh, here at uh, Guitar Wank. Also, a big thanks to Shane Terrio. We had Shane in uh, the other week, last week, Uh to sit down with us on the couch and it was supposed to be uh bruce and of course scott and scott and shane shane used to have lessons with scott many many moons ago back at mi back in the day so that's how the connection came about i got talking to shane he's like oh yeah i used to you know hang with scott no scott blah blah anyway so we organized the podcast and for shane to come in he's in town um and if you don't know shane Great guitar player, a, a great bloke. He uh, he tours with Hall & Oates as their guitarist. He's also the MD on um, Daryl's House, you know, that show that Daryl Hall has. Uh, so he's played with a ton of different people. Used to be with the Neville Brothers. and So he's done lots of cool stuff. So we get Shane to come in and, you know, we're all here waiting. And we're waiting. And, we, you know, we just start the show. Waiting for Scott to come in. And Scott just doesn't turn up and we're like oh fuck like what's what's going on is he just is he is he okay did he get in some trouble or can't get in touch with him uh anyway we do the show without scott which is uh a bit of a bummer because we we're looking forward to, to catch up with scott and obviously shane was as well and then uh 3 a.m 3 30 a.m i get a text from scott Dude, I'm such an idiot. I had it in my book as uh, Thursday night instead of Wednesday night. <laughs> I had my phone turned off because I'm in writing mode. Oh, man, Scotty. You bloody missed it, mate. Oh, well. so um, so there you go. So that's what happened. So uh, that show will probably happen next week. But um, it was a lot of fun hanging out with Shane, and uh, I got to hang out with him a couple of nights. We went and seen John Pisano's. 20th anniversary at um, the Viva Cantina for his guitar night and he had all these amazing players get up and play do the jazz stuff and obviously Bruce was there shredding and uh, John Pisano brought uh, 
Joe Pass's guitar. I guess when Joe Pass passed, he left John his guitar. Well, he's got Joe Pass's last guitar he had that he was playing anyway for a few years, I guess. So anyway, John brought the guitar and everyone was playing Joe Pass's old guitar and, you know, Pat Kelly was there and a bunch of other guitar players that uh, I'm not familiar with. But a lot of old jazz dudes that have played with Frank Sinatra and, you know, tons of tons of history. So um, it was a good night. So me and Shane went to that. Well, Shane and I went to that and hung out. And Shane, I got a lot of great stories out of Shane, which was fun. And then uh, I was lucky enough to go see Hall & Oates. Shane got me tickets for that. Thank you, Shane. Bloody awesome, mate. Really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. And uh, Shane kicked ass. It was a great night. Tears for Fears opened. And, uh, and then Hall & Oates. Man, just hit after hit after hit after hit. You're like, damn. Back when music was a business and people made money. But it was a lot of fun. Then we got to hang out afterwards and... Uh, yeah, it was cool. Met the guitarist from Rat. <laughs> it was cool. It was really cool. Uh, so that was fun. So we'll, we'll talk to Shane next week. But I uh, just wanted to give shout, a, a Shane a shout-out. Also want to give a shout-out to a, a new mate of mine, uh, Justin Butler, a guitarist in Nashville. Uh, great guitarist in Nashville. He does a lot of touring work out there, session guy. Um... I got introduced to Justin through another mate in Nashville, Val. Val, you're a bloody legend, mate. Thanks. Uh, another Guitar Wank listener. When I was in Nashville, caught up with Val and got to see them do their, I think, Tuesday night jams. Country, Nashville country jams or jam nights in Nashville there every Tuesday. And, uh, yeah, and Val had this really cool, we had this volume pedal. And I was like, what the, what's up with that volume pedal? Because it had some lights on it and it just looked like an Ernie Ball volume pedal that had been tweaked. So I asked him about it. Anyway, he put me on to Justin and uh, I got my pedal today. I bought it through Justin. I didn't get a deal. I asked. <laughs> but I didn't get one. But I was happy to buy it because I'm happy to buy a great product where I know it's going to work for me. So, um... So I thought I'd pass it on to you guys because it's definitely worth checking out. I don't know about you guys. I love using a volume pedal. I'm not a big um, using the volume knob on my guitar, which is probably stupid because it's right there. But I, I love riding the volume pedal. That's I like kind of doing those swell stuff and all that shit. Um, as Bruce does, not. Um, so anyway, Justin is a bit of a, a, a techie, a bit of a whiz. And he builds these. He takes the Ernie Ball Jr. volume pedals and modifies them and uh, just makes them way better. Really, really cool. You can have an active or passive, by a true bypass, just makes it more roadworthy. Because I've had some Ernie Ball volume pedals in the past, and I love them, but that uh, after a while, you know, they break down or the, the string goes or whatever. Anyway, so check it out. It's, it's definitely worth having a look at. Um, I, great it's like a buffer built inside the volume pedal so you don't lose any tone and it you got a, a, a knob there you can tweak your highs twos and give you a little bit more brights you know when you lose your brights through uh plugging everything in sometimes so it's really cool go to throughtone.com that's through t-h-r-u dash t-o-n-e or just look up justin butler through tone and check out his volume pedals. Uh, they're great. 
Really, really cool. Through Tone. T-H-R-U dash Tone dot com. And uh, if you write to Justin interested, just tell him that Troy from Guitar Wank sent you. You heard it on the show. But yeah, great stuff. And I feel I finally found my volume pedal that makes sense. You know, so um, it, it, it does everything I want it to do. And um, I'm not losing tone. It actually, that helps the tone. It's, it's great. So big shout out to Justin. Um, big shout out to, uh, who else? Todd Sharp. Todd's coming into town, um, I think the end of September. If you're in Los Angeles, he's coming into the baked potato. Todd's makes, obviously, Todd Sharp amps, who we had on a little while ago. And uh, freaking awesome really awesome amplifiers i love them and uh todd's a fantastic player so if you're going to want to see someone really cool at the baked potato i think it's september 30th and he's going to be here for the amp show which i'm going to try and get to that as well much much gear happening um big shout out to dr z i did end up getting a um a db4 dr z amp i just couldn't help it i've been selling gear so i took that money from gear that i wasn't using and bought gear that i believe i will use a lot more that was the plan so um i wasn't digging into the pockets i was just kind of swapping gear in and out so i did that and i was lucky enough to get a lovely little head a db4 head and beautiful uh cabinet and it's red which means it goes really fast and it kicks ass and it's killer tone um and i did i know which is ridiculous and it just worked out this way i end up keeping the jim kelly which um i was really i just talk talk about perfect timing uh basically you know we did with john sir he was on the show and then not long after that him and jim kind of just stopped I guess Jim had other ideas, whatever. I don't know what, what went on, but um, yeah, they stopped. So Jim Kelly amps stopped, and I still had the Jim Kelly amp, and I was uh, tossing up whether I wanted to buy it or not. And and then uh, I reach out to John, and I'm kind of thinking that John's going to be like, "Yeah, send that amp back. I, I got people want to buy it," but I had the amp, and I kind of fell in love with that too. And, uh, and since they all kind of disappeared, I saw a bunch on, on the internet before the dis- John and Jim called stopped. And then when they stopped, and I guess John announced, announced it on the, the Sir site, all those Jim Kelly amps just disappeared really quickly. And um, so I'm left, in, I'm left holding one and I'm like, damn, I really like it. And maybe I should buy it and John was just so awesome he said it's yours if you want it so um I bit the bullet on that one too so now I have two amazing amplifiers that sound bitchin and uh yeah I need to put a band together and get out and play (laughs) that's the next thing pointless having all this great gear if you're not using it dickhead so um yeah that's the plan now is put a band together yeah and that's always fun uh, so that's where we're at. So big thanks to John, sir. I mean, great bloke. He looked after me. And I'm sure... See, this is the problem. I'm checking out all these amplifiers and gears and, and gear and talking to these these uh, makers. And all the products are so freaking cool. So now that I'm broke, 
I pretty much have to stop buying any amp. But I didn't even get the Bogner or Friedman uh, or, Ta- or Top Hat or Matchless or any of the other companies that are out there. Mesa Book. I mean, God, there's so many. Um, I'll just start collecting amps. I'll do a Joe Bonamassa and just start buying shit. Yeah, not. Um, <laughs> mad collector. He is. So, um, so there you go. So that's where we're at with that. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, we have uh, a lot going on in this show, but I wanted to say um, a quick shout out to some people that have been massive supporters for uh, Guitar Wank. And we're not making money off this. We're, we'd like to, <laughs> but it's, we're not. So, um, but a big shout out to some of our people, our listeners who just throw down. And you don't have to throw down. You don't want to, if you don't feel like donating, don't maybe you donated all your money to the the florida and the houston houston texas relief because they need it way more than what we do for sure to all our listeners out there in those parts in that part of the world we hope hope you're doing better man well that's a lot of shit a lot of shit to deal with um i keep thinking man that part of the world has been hit so much when what's going to happen to los angeles it's just it's on the cards the big earthquake is on the cards. I'm like, what are we going to do? Um, all right, so I'm going to say a big shout-out to Eric Nordstrom. Uh, I believe you don't own Nordstrom's. I'm just thinking it's Eric Nordstrom. Mate, big thanks. I'm going to say a shout-out to Doug Shane. Doug, you're a bloody legend, mate. Thank you for setting everything up with uh, the other day. J.W. Berens. Berens? <laughs> How many names can I fuck up? <laughs> I should just fuck up every name. Uh, well, I'm going to fuck up this one. Uh, and I'm not even going to get close. And Thane, and Thane, I can't even say Vamvakolodis. Is that Greek? Where are you from? Where are you from? I'm going to say that I'm going to break your name. Athen, Athen, Athanasius, Athanasius. <laughs> you know who you are. Les, Les Thomas, mate, you're a bloody legend. Sending uh, a donation. These are all people that donated just out of the goodness of their heart. They probably didn't know that their donations were needed more in Florida and Texas. And they were like, you know what? Guitar Wank needs help too. So we appreciate that, Les. You're, you're a great bloke. Um, who else have we got? Les and... I'll just read a few more here. I just wanted to say a big thanks. Brian Hong. Very cool, Brian. You rock, mate. Simon Jeans. Bloody legend. Tom McDermott. I love these last names that are easy for me, eh? Um, <laughs> Jeray Hakana. Hakana. Not even close, right? I'm sorry, mate, for bollocksing your name. Eric Bikara, Bakara. <laughs> it's almost expected that I should. Oh shit, Doug Shane again. Doug, did you donate twice, mate? More money than sense, or just really love the show? Can't thank you enough. Uh, Nikhil Ra, Rayo, Rayo, Nick. I'm just going Nick Ray. <laughs> Derek Allwalt. Uh Who else we got here? Max Smith. Um, who else? Jonathan Fay. 
All these people are friggin' legends. Daniel jo- Jones, not Daniel Johns, but Daniel Jones. Could be Daniel Johns. Leon Barron. Michael Friedman. Michael, thanks, mate. Um, Daniel Milestone. Milston? Milestone? His last name's really that important. Uh, Maurizio Parry. Parry? Parry. You know they're laughing their ass off, Troy. You haven't, you haven't even got close. Henry Alinga? 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 Doug, Doug, you're a fucking legend. That's three Doug Shanes. Doug, what are you doing, mate? Are you trying to buy your way on the show? You're going to do it. You're going to do it. Brett Garsett, I think that's where we left off last time. So all those people that I read out, I hope uh, it's probably a tax write-off, right? Can you do that? That'd be pretty cool. I should have donated to uh, Guitar Wank myself for taxes. Anyway, massive thanks to all those people. We really appreciate it. It does go a long way because... We don't any. We're not making any money from the show, and you can only imagine how much of a pain in the ass it is for me to deal with Bruce and Scott on a regular basis, <laughs> trying to organise those cats to come in, and then Scott doesn't even turn up. <laughs> uh, who else we got to thank? We got to say Jimmy Dunlop, uh, Wire World Pro Audio Cables. Uh, I was told that those guys are safe in Florida and there wasn't too much damage, so that's great. For all of us who want more Wireworld cables, uh, Jimmy Dunlop, Deodario Guitar Strings, My Music Masterclass, Exotic Pedals. Now, I think I was bitching at Exotic Pedals the other week. I was like, so I thought I'd reach out to them. <laughs> and I did. I reached out to Exotic. I'm like, hey, guys, it'd be really cool if we kind of communicated and I, I kind of learned a little bit what you guys are doing because I'm promoting you guys every show and I don't even know if you know. And the great thing about this whole uh, correspondence is they wrote back and said, no, we're actually fine for the moment for podcasts and sponsorships. We're a small company and, um, yeah, we're all good. (laughs) So I'm like, what the fuck? No, no, you, you already sponsor us. No, I'm not looking for sponsorship. You already sponsor us, I believe. You're on board with us since uh, the Scott Henderson pedal. Anyway, long story, I, I got to talk to one of the guys over there and they there was a miscommunication. I was speaking to the wrong person. So I'm going to go over to the factory m- maybe next week or this week sometime and, and see what they're doing because they're making guitars as well. I know Mr. Robbie Garland that I can never catch up with. We keep trying to have a, a, like a lunch date, a get-together, a bit of a drink and uh, we are always busy like it schedule wise it just doesn't work so to get my garland fix i go on true fire and just watch his true fire videos and there you go and i drink at home alone in a dark room watching rob on true fire so <laughs> that's what i do there but anyway we will catch up rob i know it's it's gonna happen and it's gonna be um, an amazing moment when eventually it does happen uh, so yeah, so we'll catch up with Exotic Pedals and see what they're doing. Uh, they've got some cool new stuff coming out or out at the moment. So that's always, it's good to, I don't know, we don't do a lot of gear stuff. I'm really the only one that is talking gear. Scott, uh, Scott does his thing and he's, he's worked it all out and he's got it going and Bruce just doesn't give a fuck. 
and we'll just falls asleep when we start talking about gear. But, you know, I'm curious. I'm a gearhead. I like it. And, um, yeah, it's this. Does it make me play better? Yeah, it does. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, it does. It makes me sound better. It makes me look better. <laughs> I did a corporate gig the other weekend. Nightmare. There's a reason why I don't do these kind of gigs. Because um, we had a book for about a month. Corporate as in, you know, like a big corporate event, bunch of covers and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, should I do it? All right, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll jump back in. I haven't done this shit, uh, that type of stuff for many years. I kind of left that whole cover scene back in Australia 20 years ago. It was like I was done with it. No more weddings, no more cover stuff. I'm going to do that cover stuff. I want to really mess the songs up and, you know, kind of make it your own and instead of copying the record and doing all that stuff. So anyway, I agreed to this gig. Uh, and uh, about a month out and I kept saying well you guys got the song list the charts what's the deal yeah 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 we'll get them it'll be it'll be easy blah 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 and they kept blowing me off blowing me off off. and then last like the night before the gig I get a set list only because the lead singer put it together thanks Matt and um, 60 tunes uh, a couple of charts and majority stuff I've never played before and then a dinner set of all this jazz stuff that I don't do that I don't read charts on a regular basis so I mean can I, I can read a chart yes I've done it before but I don't do that because one my eyes are shitty as hell on stage any dark light and my eyesight just falls apart um, just does and reading a chart on stage, it, I find it a nightmare. I always love to know the material and be comfortable with it and actually play the song and enjoy the moment instead of having my head in a book. And I'm sure guys, most of you guys probably do this. You can do both, enjoy it. And But reading a chart for me on stage is like, oh, that's like, it's like almost school kind of stuff. It's just horrible. But anyway, so they give me, we go to the gig. Uh, yeah, we're going to have an hour sound check. You'll get to go through the tunes. You'll get comfortable, blah, blah. <sighs> we get one and a half songs and that's it. And uh, yeah, good times. <laughs> no pressure. And my chart, I'm, I'm pulling out pieces of paper. Of course, I'm un- unorganized and I haven't got the little charts I do have. They don't give me any more charts, which they promised. And I've got pieces of paper flying everywhere because it's outdoor and it's windy. And I'm just like, you know what? Screw this. It doesn't matter. We'll just fake it. And thank God there was another guitarist there who was a seasoned pro at this type of stuff. He's been doing it for years. Thanks, Tom. And uh, he could cover all the stuff that I just didn't know or hadn't played before. But it was it was a nightmare. And, uh, of course, I rock up with my Dr. Z, my pedal board, because I haven't got any compact stuff. I, I'll, I go all out. And um, <laughs> we've got the, the drummer who used to play with the Jacksons. We've got the keyboard player that played with Tom Jones, the bass player that Tom played with Tom Jones. Uh, Frankie Valley's percussionist and he's recorded on every session and all these cats are major pros playing of everyone and I rock up uh, just completely feeling unorganized uh, so not up to date with the material don't know the material and I gotta get my through way through the night <sighs> I'm sure you've had those gigs and I try my hardest to never put myself in that situation where I'm setting setting myself up to completely fail because it just takes all the fun out of music and that's not what we're about we're supposed to 
get up there, know our shit and have a great time and enjoy playing. Well, this was, not only that, it was um, inner ear monitors and everyone had their own, uh, you know, controller so you could do your own mix. So I'm trying to mess with monitors. And, uh, let's just say it was a really shitty gig and I don't want to do those type of gigs ever again. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm sure you can relate. Where Bruce would have just got up there and just killed it, but yeah, that's Bruce Foreman. I, yeah, you know, Scott would have really not liked this gig as well. Turn down, you're too loud. The horn players, I'm setting up my gear, and the whole play, horn players are already complaining. Oh, mate, you're going to be too loud there. You're going to have to move. You're going to. We, we're not going to be dealing with that all night. <laughs> I haven't even plugged in. Ah, <laughs> oh, fun gig. Did not. I came home and I was just like. I don't want to do those gigs. I want to go out and actually make music that I enjoy and actually play at a volume where at least someone's ear is bleeding a little bit. <sighs> Serenity now. Serenity now. Ah, oh, good times. Good times. All right. So we got back to Richard Smith this week. Uh, we're going to do that. And then next week, I believe we've got Shane Terrio. Um, we've got... Uh, We've got stuff coming up. We've got stuff happening. We're going to do... I think we're going to do some giveaways for the 100th show. So that'll be fun. And maybe we'll just get really fancy pants and put on a video and do live streaming to the internet or something. I don't know. I don't know what the kids are doing today. Whatever they're doing, that might be fun. It might freak everyone out. It might lose half our audience if you actually see what actually goes on instead of just listening. I think it's probably better just to listen, but that could be fun. Um... I think that's all I need to, to, vent it, to vent this week. Thank you so much. We have so many emails saying that you guys are catching up to the episodes and you've gone back to episodes and listening. I've got my mate in Sweden, Ulf, who's listened to episodes numerous times. I can only assume that he has sick and tired of listening to music in his car and he's so desperate just to have someone on his trips that he feels the need to listen to us over and over again. But I love that, Ulf. That's awesome. Uh, so wherever you are and you're listening to us, do uh, our thing, whatever we're doing, we really appreciate it. It's, it's pretty cool. And um, it's cool to have a Guitar Wank community. I was out the other night and had a few people come up and go, oh, you're that guy on Guitar Wank. I love what you guys are doing. It's really cool. Keep it going. You guys make us laugh. And yeah, that's a, we're just trying to have a good time. <laughs> sometimes it works and sometimes we completely fail and it's like shitting in a bucket and um yeah but we're still we're still going so uh without fail we will continue on this week here we go with mr uh, richard smith and scott and bruce are here in the studio so that's cool and uh we'll go from there and we'll catch you guys next week which will be a different episode and something different again because because that's that's what we do all right much love to all be safe look after each other keep playing keep guitar wanking keep sharing keep the feedback and the emails coming because i do read them uh we're going to try and get to all your questions because we're really behind with questions and i've been trying to keep them in some kind of order so we can get to all them and uh, we'll drag them out for sure. But, uh, yeah, all right. Shut up, McCubbin. Let's get into it. Mr. Bruce Farm and Scotty Henderson, what have we got in store for the listeners? This week we have Mr. Richard Smith, who's a badass motherfucker on guitar. He kicks ass. All right. 
we'll uh, see you guys next week. And the songs in that I've put up, I was waiting for Richard to send me a song that I could play one of his tunes. He didn't. So it's more of Scott, Bruce, and the the other stuff, the Western Swing stuff that I play all the time. What is it called? The, I can't even think of it. It doesn't matter. It's Don't complain. Shut up and listen. All right. Later, guys. They're doing a Clash of the Titans Bullshit. thing, or Bullshit. you know, Clash of the Titans 300. They call me, you know, I'm there the guy. I'm the, right. I'm the guy for that. <laughs> but no, I, I, I got it. I got to, to hang with Jerry, and it was great. I mean, just brilliant guitar player. Still trying to um, boost his musical legacy yeah. after the fact, you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, thrilled to be doing that. I mean, you know the thing. I, don't know, I was talking to, I mean, of course, I was dealing with a lot of, I, mean, I got really good students at my school. They're really high, you know, high-level players. Great jazz players. Yeah. Well, and, well, or, I that no, rock all styles. Are, some that's are, great. Some are rock, some are <coughs> doing various things. <coughs> um, but it's like I was talking to them today, you know, of course, they're so consumed with, with some sort of idea of the competition of music. You know, that's just kind of, I guess, natural with the environment they're in. And the environment anybody's in these days. But it's like, I had to tell them, it's like, dude, you're a musician. You're going to be getting better till the day you die. Yeah, that's, that's, what, it's, that's what we do. We get better. I mean, every day we, we want to make more time so that we can get better, you know, and we, we do the best we can to continually grow because that's really what we're about, musicians. Right. That's what it is. But that's the point isn't being good. It's getting better. Yeah. I mean, you're as it's good as you are now, and, is, and every one of those kids is good enough right now to set the musical world on fire. Right. It, with, with the right imagination, the right conception, the right logistics, the right, right. The right resources, a lot of, a lot they stuff. could yeah. actually create the thing that all of us want to do tomorrow right right sure they have that much going already and and not to say that they're going to stop growing they're going to grow f- till they die yeah but it's like they're in their mind it's all about getting better yeah it has to be and and but it's 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 really not the point you're always going to be getting better it's what can you do what can you create with what you have 
now that right, really yeah. makes the music Boy, important. You're not kidding. The yeah. music, that's what makes the music important, and that's where like the whole idea of a guy like Jerry Reed and us thinking, well, he was a mu- so he was a movie star too. Right. So he was an accountant. I mean, he you know he played, and every day I'll guarantee, just like the rest of us, he thought about getting better. Yeah. We thought about getting his hands on the guitar and finding that next sound and making that next thing right. better. We all do that, you know, and that's right. like, but that's not the point of it, because we're all that's that's a given. That's like the sky's gonna, you know, the sun's coming up tomorrow. That's that right. kind of a state. See, so there's a. Do you know uh, Bruce Dunlap? God, I, so I, I, I shouldn't even be talking about Bruce because Bruce likes to remain hidden. That's uh, he sold all his stuff. He has no yeah. debt. He lives in uh, Santa Fe. Sold all of his stuff. Wants stuff like his cocaine, <laughs> his underwear. But he sold all of his all of his. Um, <clears throat> he's ba- he lives in a tiny house. I think his property is is probably all paid for. He basically didn't want any debt. Got rid of all of his debt. Got rid of everything. Um, and wants to learn. That's all he wants to do because he doesn't want to spend his time working and paying for a bunch of stuff that mm-hmm. he has that he doesn't want he just wants to learn. Right. And what he's studying is improvised counterpoint. That's uh-huh. what he's studying is two part improvised counterpoint. On the guitar. That's what so he's doing. of course he's well aware of Jimmy Weibel and those guys. I'm yeah. sure he's aware of okay. what's going on. Yeah, but that's that's his thing. Um two part but that and like you say, see, he's not done a record for a long time. He said he's going to have this kind of coming out party for, uh, after a while. <laughs> oh, that's because, cool. Yeah, he's like, because he's been working on this, and he's a, a brilliant, brilliant musician. But I think he's, um, he's just waiting for the right time because he's, he's, I guess he has something in mind that he's working towards. Right. But that's it. But again, he's, he, he wants to get better. But like you say, it's like I, I want to continue to get his, better. His, he's no different than the four of us, right? Just learning more stuff. Well, Ted Green was like that too. I mean, yeah, Ted, everybody's Ted like study. Ted Green didn't really want right. a career. He 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 just wanted to he study. Didn't, he right. just wanted to teach and study and play at home and have fun with music. Right. He didn't want to go out on the road. He didn't. Audiences made him nervous. You know. Yeah, and it was right. just like. If I his thing, he told me one time, it's like it's like this. If I'm nervous playing in front of an audience, then I'm not going to have fun playing music. And I get nervous playing in front of an audience, so I don't really want to play in front of an audience. I just right. rather play for my students. Right. And, uh, and and he had so many. I mean, geez, you know, he, he had a yeah. lot of students. He probably made a lot of money. And yeah, and, he did. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, know, again, but it just wasn't it's into still those, the same you know. thing. We're all getting better. You know, we all do yeah. what we do. We all right. do what we do for money. Whatever. We right. all make those choices, but the, yeah. it be deep at the at the core of it, we're all on this path right. with the music, yeah. and you know, and and ultimately we have to surmise if that's the case, it's not about being good; it's about getting better. Well, and yeah. it's also about yeah. establishing yeah. <laughs> a voice. Well, yeah, because, yeah. but that's, know, like we do that. You can't. well, we do, but that doesn't necessarily mean your students are. Well, you know what I mean? That's, that's one what, of the things a, that they may is going to be in their future that they hopefully or as a teacher it's our job to point that out to them at least yeah, yeah I guess you know it's, it's about it, or even if you don't have your own voice even if you're not doing something necessarily original you've at least got to establish some sort of a brand right as yeah, far as yeah. being an entertainer right or doing or, something or that you do these, some of these guys just want to be sidemen some of these guys just want to be producers some of these right. guys just want to be uh, collaborators, you know. Yeah. I mean, regardless of that, 
they're still on the same path, which is getting better all the time. And right. at any point, any one of us could make the decision to be that ourselves. You know, to right. to, to I don't want to play anymore. I, I'm going to keep getting better. I'm going to keep writing. But I'm going to write orchestral music. I'm not going to play anymore. I mean, right. I'm still getting better, and I'm still on the path. I'm still learning more stuff. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and you know, I think it's just. It's just part and parcel of being who we are. Well, well, yeah. I got to stop you guys. I mean, you guys are all three monster guitar players in my mind. So you're well, telling you're me stupid, Dan. <laughs> so you're telling well, you've me never been known for your taste, <laughs> right? But are you telling me <laughs> I'm never going to stop learning? You mean this guitar <laughs> thing just keeps going, yeah. going, 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 going? You know, you know, you know, you know what the doctor says. What? If you keep picking it, it'll never heal. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, it's a fuck science. you guys. Yes, it is. It's like, yeah. It's and true. now, have you, who haven't you played with that you would love to play with? Oh, man. Uh, That's alive. That's, That's alive. alive. I was just going to say, you know, you, 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 know you, you can't say Beethoven. <laughs> you know, there's... What has he done? I lately? mean, there's a lot of players. <laughs> I mean, <you're> right. <laughs> yeah, that's a composition thing. Yeah, it'd be yeah. fun to play. Da, 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 no, that sucks. Da, 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 da. No, god damn it. Da, 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 da. No, I'll keep that. That was the Monty Python thing, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that was it. yeah. yeah. Um, who haven't I? Oh, man. Well, Winton would be great, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, that would be fantastic. I, I, I mean, there's a lot of players. I mean, Who is, no, who's some players that you played where you're just like, ah, oh, this is, this is pretty fucking cool. I Tommy, mean, obviously, it, Tommy Emmanuel Tommy. is great fun. Jim Nichols yeah. is great fun to play with. Jim is a San Francisco. Uh, Jim, San Francisco. I knew. I grew up as in San Francisco, so there I've known Jim, Jim since I was a teenager. He's a guitar Very player. Cool. Yeah. Jim is so great and yeah, a bass yeah. player too. Yeah. Amazing electric bass yeah, player. Just a, Not yeah. only a finger style, like he can play the Chet yeah. Atkins thing like nobody's yeah. business, no, but fantastic. he can play like Pat Martino too. Yeah. I mean, and but yeah. like Jim Nichols version, yeah. but not. He's like great. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just a brilliant, yeah. Yeah, brilliant guitar player. I love playing, and he knows so many, so Tunes, many tunes. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Uh, I love playing with Pat Bergeson. I mean, the guys I love playing with, you know, jamming with David Greer, bluegrass guy. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Dave Greer. He's just, he's brilliant. I, I, he's very inventive. You can hear, you can hear the thought going through. You can hear the musical thoughts happening. He's not just relying on standard licks that he knows. He, you can really hear him trying to compose in the moment. I think Borelli does that as well. Yeah. The Borelli is another, you know, I played with Borelli years ago. This was really before I was improvising at all. I mean, I was, I was 11, 10, 11 years old. I was doing a guest spot. He was 16 or 17. And I just played a little bit with him backstage, but I'd love to have done more. Um, so that's another guy I would like to to play with. Um, I, you know, I mean, I've got to meet and play with the, the ones who are alive. Albert Lee. I've never. I've played on festivals with Albert. I've never played oh, with, never Albert. Play with Albert. Never actually played with Albert. So he is definitely my. He would be probably the yeah of the guys of anyone of any player. I guess he would be the what one. A picker. Yeah, always oh, loved his playing. He plays He's around great, town. Yeah. I know. Time. I know. He did. Yeah, he yeah. did. He actually played with my band, <clears throat> didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he did. Played. Yeah. So I thought I dreamt that, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I always loved his playing. I used to go and see him all the time. Any yeah. chance I got when he was playing in London, I would go and see him and Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. She's yeah, a British band. Yeah. Um, Jerry Hogan on steel. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Bell was playing uh, keys. Peter Barron on drums. Um, 
You, and, you probably played with Brent Mason a bunch. I played some. Yeah, 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 I have played a little bit. Brent plays the Jerry Reed show every year. God, he's so good. Too. Um, yeah, fantastic. Well, is it? I, I just keeps coming up. Bluegrass pickers are just phenomenal players. Yeah. Oh yeah, right? amazing. Just like uh, Sam the, Bush is a favourite of mine. Yeah. I've got to play with Sam. I haven't played with David Grisman. Love to do that. Yeah. Uh, I haven't actually played with Jerry Douglas, but he's Jerry recorded. With Tommy Emmanuel at my studio. Oh wow! Which oh, is, wow. That was really that cool. Must have yeah, been really cool. It is. Yeah, I've got. I mean, it's a nice. It's a nice. Um, it's a nice studio. When yeah. I, I saw mean, David I'm, Grissom's band at McCabe's, I was just really blown away by not not just the great players, but the music <laughs> they were playing was so intricate uh, and difficult. Who was they and, playing um, with? I couldn't. I can't was it Tony it a Rice? long time ago. It might have been. I don't know. I Probably don't remember. Wasn't. It was a lot many years ago. <coughs> yeah, but they did. They were playing. Tony. They were Shoot. playing really long compositions. Yeah. I mean, it was like going to see yeah. a classical. You know, they, they were yeah. playing very long compositions, like over ten minutes, sometimes even fifteen minutes long pieces, and memorized. Not okay, no yeah. no no music on wow. stage. No wow. music. They yeah. had it all memorized, and I was like. Whoa! Some work went into this show. Wow! Like it was Fantastic. pretty fucking amazing. And, oh um, yeah, it was. Well, they were just faith. and they played their asses off, man. They were just so good. Really enjoyed that show. It yeah. Was oh yeah, Grisman is one of my favorite. I mean, yeah. I got that. He's a bad dude. Who, oh yeah. Who, who did I just see on TV today from Nashville? Oh yeah. Um, Brad Paisley is doing the is doing the uh, Allstate commercials with Peyton oh, Manning. Fuck, that's oh, hilarious. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he's that is Peyton, hilarious. With, you know who Peyton Manning is? Uh, he's a football the, uh, player. Yeah, nationwide. Yeah, nationwide. He's at the piano. Nationwide. Nationwide. And he's at the piano improvising. Yeah, it's really yeah. funny. It's man. Really it's funny. Have you played with Brad? I haven't. No, no, I haven't. He's doing. I got to say, Brad's doing a lot for guitar. For the country, especially country guitar. Some of the Cars shit that he did for the movie Cars. Amazing. Some tone. Yeah. I mean, the the. That's why I bought that. Well, you know, when (laughs) I when I saw the movie Cars, and I wasn't really, it wasn't one of my favorite animated movies because I see a lot of them because I got a kid, and so I I I see more animation movies than I see regular movies. But when I saw Cars, I wasn't (laughs) really crazy about the flick. But some of the guitar tones were ridiculous, yeah. and then I found out, okay, that's him. Yeah, Brad it's like, kills. He's man. A, he's, he he's, really gets some beautiful tones. And he's having. He seems like he's having a lot of fun. I mean, there's yeah. a guy that does comedy and across the the spectrum. There's no mm. rules with that guy, mm. you know, right? Oh, for sure. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's another entertainer, great songwriter, player, the whole thing. You yeah, know, the whole and shrank. a cool hat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, that's important. Yeah. Well, especially in Nashville. I wish I had a job with Nationwide. <laughs> I, I can get you one with Mercury. Ah, <laughs> oh, that fuck them, man. I want Nationwide. If you want to dress up like a gecko, I can get you Geico. You can? I want to be on Liberty Mutual and go on there and say, you should have drive around on three wheels. <laughs> I'm watching too much television, man. Obviously, I don't even get that yeah. one. Something's wrong with me. I know all the so, new album out. Oh, yeah. Where do we get it? RichardSmithMusic.com. Richard Smith. And I was there today and I saw some of you you putting up some licks and tutorial stuff. Oh, you know, I was doing that for a while. I called yep. it the Wikipedia. Yeah. That's what I but saw. We had Wikipedia. That was Wikipedia. Is that what we got? Wikipedia. We got Wikipedia. You know, go there, you get your albums there, and all your yes. information on what you're doing. <laughs> all that stuff. I've got to put more more licks up on the Wikipedia. In fact, I need a um, 
web see, person? I, w- I need, yeah, I need somebody who, who can do a good job of, see, I was editing all those it. videos. No, I won't. No, 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 no. He'll do anything. Was, He's a horror. He'll that do shit. anything. No. Right. See, I, I was doing, shit. I was editing all those videos myself. I edited the, um, God, the, uh, all the, uh, the intros and yeah. titles and stuff. Yep. I still got to come up with one that I like and I need a little title song that's the same every time, a little signature tune, do you, you know. Do you, think it, do you think it maybe was a little bit easier for Chet Atkins and guys like that because all they had to worry about was just being a guitar player instead of being... Like, nowadays, you have to wear every... Not putting down those guys. Well, but not putting... Nowadays, you have to be everything. A manager, a promoter, a web designer... A, an editor. An um, editor. An edi- it's just because you can... I. Those were more skilled jobs back in the day because now yeah. everything's software based, yeah, and they've made everything user friendly. So now you can do it. So you do, yeah. Uh, the the market has changed totally. I yeah. mean, you know, back in thirty, forty years ago when they were doing it, you couldn't walk into a studio until, unless you had a good deal of money, yeah. You because it was expensive because the gear was expensive, um, but now it's not. And now you know you can set up, you can. You can record an album, you know, for five, six hundred bucks. Mm. You can get a mic, a preamp. Software is free. You know, if you've got a laptop, you've got, you've got, got access. Yeah, you got everything. I mean, it's nice to have decent preamps. It's nice to have lots of them if you want to record a whole band together. It's a little bit different, but you know, you want to record a solo record. There's so much. Are you, are you on Pro Tools or Logic or? I am using Cubase. Oh, Cubase. Okay. I, I, I just knew it because I'd used New Endo, right? And I got a new rig, and, and Cubase is pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. For, for for my purposes anyway, for what I was using it for. So right. I'm using, I'm still on Cubase seven. Yeah. I need to upgrade it for some reason, just to just to say I have. I guess there's new stuff, but I mean, you know, basically the um, the stuff is all all the same. Yeah. They make a few things, but there's nothing that they couldn't do with Cubase one or two that you. That I would have needed, that yeah. I would, you know, where I was wanting for more. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Bruce, you had, but you don't have to do that. I can call you time out. out. Well, you call, you're calling right. time out. Yeah, uh, your wife just texted me. Oh, she did. Her phone is broken. I gave her the address. I oh, can't remember where I dropped him off. What's your address? <laughs> My Hello? phone is broken, so I can't make any call. Hey, what house did I drop you off at? Oh, oh, fifty, fifty-six, fifty. I did text her. Fifty-six, fifty. Camellia Avenue. Camellia. What? 5650. 50? Camellia Avenue with two L's. Okay, because I. 916. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you go back to the um? Did you go back to the restaurant? Yeah, I'll look at 5650, but I don't see it up here. It's it's almost to the end of the block on the road. Oh, we just we haven't finished yet. Well, we're still going. All right. Yeah, okay. All right. Go, all right. Go get um, find your all right. I, I've got a. I've got. I'll just go out and. Uh, I'll just go out and. Yeah. You remember how to get out? You want to? Let me show that. you how. Yeah. To She's yeah. just going to come on. We'll do that. All righty. That'll be great. Yeah. We got a lot yeah, of questions. Yeah. Now we, we got a lot of questions. Real Richard Smith. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of questions for her.
doing here sorry guys uh, i'm just gonna go out so she knows where you want me to help you get out there so you can go outside yeah yeah straight down the camera way
Sorry, sorry. We're, it's so good that you can do this and, and edit later on. Well, no, oh, we well, don't. He edit. leaves all the show. Edit, you know. Worker. Right now, this is. I think we'll take a commercial break, Scott. Anything you want to say to the listeners no, out there? No, enjoy Budweiser. <laughs> when I don't say that, we're not getting paid by them. <laughs> you got to get money before you say that oh, shit. Crap. <laughs> you know, a lot of our listeners right now are driving to work or driving to a gig, or driving across the country, or flying in a plane, and they're listening to us because we're getting them through the bullshit they're going through right now. I That's when I listen to a podcast, is when I'm going through bullshit that I just want to zone out on, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's when I would listen to the news, I guess, or something. <laughs> you would never listen to Guitar Wing. Uh, no, I would. Because have you ever listened to Guitar Wing? Uh-uh. Yeah. Never have. <laughs> <laughs> That's great because you haven't heard all the things I've said. I actually, about you, never really. have listened to it. But that's all right. Well, why yeah. you don't really need to? I started. I, mean, I don't even listen to my own albums. <laughs> why would I listen to Guitar Wank? <laughs> exactly. Why would you listen? <laughs> There's really not much of a reason. But we do get a lot of thank yous from people around the world saying, "Hey, you know what? You make my commute." To work or to the gig or yeah. traveling across country. And I get a lot of nice emails from people who thank me for just making them laugh. And they just, you know, they just, it, it's, it is. It's cool, man. Um, uh, for, for, not, for not being professional comedian, sometimes the show is pretty funny, I have to say. Mostly because of Bruce. I think he's funnier than me. He's more of a pro than I am. But he, there is some funny shit happens Well, you two are lesbians. Really, you know? It's really good. You know, I'm just thankful that, that we keep the show on a pretty comedy level even though we do talk about some heavy shit yeah, sometimes we, you know diverse we're a pretty yeah diverse yeah podcast. you know it's it's I, I know that when when we interview somebody like like richard here when we interviewed kinsey or marvin smitty smith you know you you go into a different world and it's not the comedy may not be as much as when it's just us but it's so interesting when you hear when you're listening to someone talk about something that you're really not that familiar with yeah. you know like a different kind of approach to music or a different kind of style or a j just a completely different career move uh, the way his career or these people's career yeah. unfolded it's really interesting man because everybody does it differently yeah it, there's everybody. no set one no, rule or no. one way to do it uh-uh and, it, and it's amazing right. to me that you know the stories that I hear from people about where they came from and who they played with and who they like and how broad the whole thing is, how, ma how many different paths cross, even in, within different idioms. Because I'm more of a, you know, a jazz fusion guy or jazz guy and rock and roll guy. Yeah. He's a, more of a country, Ch Chet Atkins thing, Bruce is bebop, yeah. you know. And, and, and even with those completely different styles... You still know a lot of the same people, and there's still so right. many connections between all those different kinds of music, especially on a on a career level. You know, like we're, you know, like who do you know? Like when did you start listening to that guy? It's like whoa, I listened to him too. Yeah, and we don't even play the same kind of music. It's pretty who cool, right? Who didn't listen to Chad Atkins? Yeah, right. I mean, no matter what kind of music you play, yeah, it's like it's it's pretty cool. Chad who? <laughs> Hello. Well, well, this is a treat. Well, hey, welcome. This, this is, is a treat. This is the second woman visitor. Oh wow! Well, this is a treat. Welcome, Sorry. welcome to our. Come well, it, please come down. Over, over age. Uh, okay. You're you're officially oh, right. on the show now. You're on the show. Hi. So 
Thank you so much for joining us. Sorry, what is your name? Julie. Julie. Richard's better half. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Have you got a wasp name? You haven't got a Langolier. A Langolier? Is that what it is? A Langolier. Langolier. Yeah, with 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 yeah, yeah the la- the Langolier, you want that with Alfredo sauce, yeah, right. or you want that with some marinara? <laughs> That's right. Mar- marinara. So, Julie, you're, you're some a cellist. Italian Langolier <laughs> for you. Awesome. That's right. It is a Langolier, right? Langostine. Lovely. I'm sorry, but Langostine. Lovely. Langostine. That's. Did I just make up a word? Yeah, you did. That's great. Though. <laughs> That's really <laughs> we've already lovely. We've already trademarked. I think you're I close. Know yeah. Yeah. He's been drinking. No, so actually, much. nobody but can't believe nobody but me is drinking. Here. Actually, you know, yeah, Bruce is the only one. On we thought he was a serious guy, but he just d- drank the whole bottle of whiskey. Yeah, right? so yeah. <laughs> He's been seriously too good tonight. <laughs> Right. <laughs> he doesn't realize that nobody's going to listen to this. <laughs> oh, hey, this don't worry. We, we only have. He's like actually on good behavior. So like, what's the point of that? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any difference. Nah. <laughs> you look old no, enough to know better than that. But the queen is listening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I I have a serious question for you guys. With like being an Richard, an amazing guitar player, amazing musician, how? Can we solve these hurricane problems? What do we need to do to solve this problem, sir? I've got a uh, an Allen and Heath GS three thousand. <laughs> you know that desk, right? No, it's, it's a desk. It's an Allen Heath GS three thousand. I got it on eBay. It's got a meter bridge, but it was in Miami. And instead of paying the shipping, I had a buddy pick it up, and it's still down there in Florida. Oh no! Florida oh. So I'm thinking, well, shit. I hope they solve that pretty soon. I don't know. We'll see. The guy's got it wrapped up in plastic. It's down. Uh, so I might have paid like plastic right underwater. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, right It'll yeah, be yeah. fine. I hope, I hope it's in like a sealed <laughs> bag because <laughs> the wrapped in plastic is going to make it a little soggier. I think they, they wrapped it at least at least two layers. They, they, you know, yeah. they, they wrap steaks when they marinate them in plastic too. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll man. see. But no, how are they going to solve it? Are they, they, yeah, wait, I mean, it's unsolvable, isn't it? I may never see it. I got it. I got it because it's exactly the same as the one I have, except it comes with the meter bridge, and it's have. and it's a spare power supply. Oh. So I'm thinking for that price, it's like I've, it's backup for me. Right. And it's like spare parts, it's backup, and a meter bridge that I don't have, uh-huh. and now I'm good. So I, I figured, and and they never come up. I mean, they really, really. Come and where up, is it now? Like, where is it sitting? In, it's in North Miami. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. It's, it's basically in the Atlantic Ocean. They didn't but, but they didn't evacuate whatever this thing is. I didn't understand a fucking word you said. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When I, I I'm from South Florida. Hey, it's so I like your daughter or Canes when these, I was a little kid. Right. And I can remember my dad boarding up the house and I remember one time the huge rubber tree that was in my yard, and we're talking like massive, like five times bigger than the house itself, yeah. was uprooted. And when the roots came out, it messed up the floor in the house because the roots were right, you know. So all the, when they just, it just got basically torn out of the ground and ended up down the street somewhere, you know. Wow. And wow. it was just, it's insane. Like, I don't know how I lived through some of that stuff. It 170 was miles an hour went. 170 yeah. mile an hour. My right. dad, and it's, that's, it's decreased. It was up to 185 before. Well, my dad, and my that's dad, sustained um, winds, not gusts. 
Yeah. Yeah. My yeah, dad okay. had a, a Cessnas. He flew, and yeah. and and he had always always had a plane. Always had a one engine plane. Yeah. And one time a, a hurricane came and the planes were chained down, not rope, but chained right. down. Oh. And the plane next to my dad's got left, lifted from the chains, broke. It flew over my dad's plane and crashed onto the plane next to my dad's <laughs> plane. And my dad's plane didn't get touched. Wow. It was just That's a lucky, wow. weird thing. That's you when know, you wish there was YouTube from. around. Yeah, well, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy, yeah. man. It's just no, what's crazy shit. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, a lot of stuff destroyed that people are going to pay for. Yep. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is sometimes it's stuff like this that causes an economic boom because people need things. And that then creates man, work. yeah, it's going to you know building I mean, I, supplies I, right. and cars are go, are going to be for the yeah. next year going to be the big boom industries. Yeah. So think how many cars they got to replace in Houston right yeah. now. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's good for somebody, right? Yeah, yeah, and this I mean this isn't what you know. I have a big Kramer, you know that guy on TV. Unk, buy cars, you know whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> right, right. Well, here I am, you know what the but hell. But that's 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 what it is. I mean, I'm going to take my money from tomorrow night's gig and buy. Auto stocks with it. Yeah, I that's think not a bad should. idea. That's a good <laughs> that's, idea. That five dollars should go pretty far. <laughs> you got that, Scott. Yeah. That five bucks is gonna Man, be rich. That's gonna be the best five. That best five bucks I ever invested. But that's it. I mean, four will be six bucks within a few years. <laughs> but just think of the tax incentives. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's oh my god, it's it's, it's true though. It's, it's crazy, true. right? It's like oh, w with destruction comes rebuilding, and that means it's like the war. The war crea war creates a lot of business. Yeah. A war created the uh, the piezo pickup. <laughs> well, well, I knew we always lost that damn war. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that proves it. <laughs> but I was, you know, new technology that gets used. I mean, yeah, a lot of the technology that's happening. You saw that yeah. fire we just had here, I'm sure, right? Were you here uh, to, to see that? No, we no. We well, you know, you know, I just, you know, Chuck Kavoris, right? Yeah. You know, I just talked to Chuck on the phone today or yesterday. And he's really close to the fire. I mean, it was at the end of his street. Mm -hmm. So he was almost evacuated from his house with his dogs and all his stuff. And, oh, you know, so Why? that was the biggest fire in L.A. history. That's what they're saying. In L.A. Yeah. County. In L.A. County right. history, yeah. Wow. So, like, there's a picture that I saw on the web. It's amazing. It's like a view from Universal City over the hill you can see the fire i mean like, it's, whoa. it's really a beautiful picture it's a beautiful picture but I mean, you just it's, go it's horrific, holy shit man it's like right. it looks like hell is over yeah, the right. mountain right like okay. you're here and over here like is hell. this lava flow is coming <laughs> right. down onto the city it's yeah it just, was crazy wow. man wow. just crazy that. and I'm where i live which is clear out in pasadena yeah. we had soot all over our the cars and you wow. could smell it like someone was burning a burning rubbish next door how long ago was it a couple of days ago, couple four or five days ago. A couple of days ago. Last week. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. Closer to home for us than normal because usually Whoa. the yes. fires are Malibu or, or you know, they're, they're uh, out. Or we where. had that big station fire, remember, when I was living out in Sierra Madre, right, right, which is right, north of Pasadena right, right. and east. But and this back one's in the right on the 210. Right, like this right is, off the 210, yeah. just north of where my daughter goes to school. Oh, man. So huge, huge, big one. And that was like kind of. Well, yeah, I know I got a lot of people that live up there. In, in my the room, all has it smells like smoke in there. 
Yeah. Mm. Now, onto a serious topic. Julie, um, what is the worst thing about guitar players? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll I, ask we'll, him what's the worst we'll, thing about cellists. We'll be able to pick her up in the room. <laughs> you can fix yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to be like the newlywed show. You got it. You got it. It's going to be like the newlywed show. I can be super. Yeah, it, it'll get picked up in the room pretty well. See, you're really going to make me. Yeah, Tell like you you're a room full of guitar that's players. Horrible about guitar players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. the question? Oh, uh, me. Yeah, yeah. How hard is it living? <laughs> how hard is it living with a guitar player? Oh my gosh! Well, you just have to. It depends on how bad their ADD is, really. <laughs> do, do you find? Do you find when you're talking to Richard and I know I do this with my missus too? If you have the guitar in your hand and someone's talking to you, mm. you we have a almost a blank yeah. stare going over and no. we're like yeah no i know better than to speak to him when right. he's got when he's got his guitar on. <laughs> well you yeah, both you both play very difficult instruments which of the two of you is the most anal <laughs> <laughs> who's the anal one in the relationship oh my god that's man that's tough to say it depends because it de- you know there's i think with relationship and this is the thing with relationships in general since we're on that now uh-oh <laughs> since we're on relationships oh, it's like because relationships are based, you know, the difficulties in relationships are based on what is important to who, right. isn't it? That's what it is. Right. It's like, oh, this is important to you, but this is more important to me, so we have to come to some some deal. So that's what it is. So what's important to Julie is, see, I like to get places. I like to get to the gig. Oh, here we go. I like Wait to get to He asked me what was annoying about guitar players. Hey, <laughs> what's annoying about the, the, me? Uh, <laughs> Julie, Julie, wait a minute. Is this one of the things? That's no, this is it. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, this is what we're getting for what we paid for. Boy, this is great. This is like a really good answer. This is good drama. I'll let you have it. No, no. No, no, no. It's not bad. No, I was, like, I was going to rant. See, I'm, I'm very anal about getting to the gig on time, getting there. For me, I want to be there an hour and a half early. Right. And me, and, and my sound check is only five ten minutes. But Julie's like, see, she, I think she comes from like the the wedding gig mentality, whereas you you show up 15 minutes before because yes, no one has absolutely. to do a sound check. I'm with Julie. No one has to do a sound check. Like you just get out your music stand, you, you start playing. So you sit yeah. down, you just start playing. Somebody, there's not, not even any count off. Whoever is the leader, said, they... You just said yourself your sound check lasts about five or ten minutes. But I just want to so make why sure. why would we get there an hour and a half? <laughs> I'll tell you why you get there an hour and a half early. Uh, I, I love it. Candle. I love it, man. See, you get there an hour and a half early because you might have a flat on the way there. Might you might run into traffic. You, I'm sensing this has caused no problems with you guys going to a gig you, together. Every <laughs> every single every gig. I love it. Every, every single gig. Well, you totally answered my I'm, question. I'm... You know, it, it was the same exact thing when I answered when I asked Mike Landau and Karen Landau yeah. who's who's the most anal one. Mike <laughs> went me, and Karen just went ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's about gigs and touring. He's really anal. Yeah, she like she'll get somewhere late. She'll just like just leave at the very last minute and end up, and I'm like freaking out. I just want to be there. I'd rather leave early and get to pretty much where I am, then hang out there. 
where she'd rather hang out. Yeah, where I'm, she is. I'm, I'm, I'm like Richard. I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm Julie. A, I'm a compulsive I'm like, I'm early like that. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, just, I just, you I'm, know, to me, that that worrying about wrong? it is just right. not worth. I mean, I'd, I'd rather give up an hour of my life yeah. being bored, be it there. Than, than spending that hour freaking out if I'm going to make it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. just really yeah. true. I mean, that's me. Boring. L.A. really makes that really bad because, yeah. oh, you know, yeah, yeah. you've yeah, got, you've got, you never you've got something happen, that could you know? take, you know, a half hour, but it could take two hours. Right. So right. you've got to leave the two hours for the half hour right. thing. That's been ingrained into my life from flying so much. Yeah, sure. You're supposed to be at the airport. Everybody says you're supposed to be at the airport two, two hours, hours before right, right. the flight. So that's like, okay, I've got it. Let's see. I've got to pick up my daughter from school. So I need to be there two hours early. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. And then just to make sure you're there two hours early, you get there a half hour earlier yeah. than that. Yeah. 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 And you know? I, that's why when I start my car, I let it idle for about a half an hour before I drive because I'm so used to being in a plane. <laughs> well, flying no, such a just, such a treat nowadays, isn't it? Oh, oh it's, it's, like, it's like being on a bus to Tijuana is what it's like. So they're, they're ditching, you know, they're ditching all the 747s now. United is ditching all of its 747s. They're going to they be are. sold as scrap. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they're now just going seven 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 six seven. I love the seven 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 two hundred. That's that's my favorite plane. I, I love that plane. I can't remember that's which one is which. He and I. Yeah. I get to fly it. I get. I'm going to Argentina next month, and I get to fly that plane all the way to Argentina. And oh, so it's going to. You're be, flying the plane. Well, I wish. I'm not going to get to. No. What did the co-pilot have? He had, no, those, he had pl- fish. those planes fly themselves. <laughs> yeah. What? The, yeah. Uh, they have the, the blow-up automatic. Pilot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like airplane. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I like the plane so much, you know. Yeah. And then the little kid comes up to the cockpit. Yeah. And the pilot asks yeah. him, "You ever yeah. seen a grown man yeah, naked?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that, that is the best scene. <laughs> ever been in a Turkish prison, Joe? You like gladiator movies? You like gladiator yeah, movies? Right. Do you like it when your dog rubs up against you on your leg? <laughs> <That's so good. laughs> I know you. You're Kareem Abdul Javar. <laughs> no, my name is Roger Murdoch. I'm the co pilot. <laughs> uh, all the, probably all our foreigner listeners are like, what the yeah, hell are they yeah, talking well, about? <laughs> whatever. You, gotta watch you guys called it airplane, right? Airplane. Yeah. Airplane. We called it. Uh, flying high, I think in Australia it was called flying really? high. Yeah. Why would they do that? Oh, somebody! They speak somebody, a different language. See, this is it. This, 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 this it had to be translated. Shit. This is the sort of shit that annoys me. You know, it's like Uh-oh. somebody Uh-oh. decided I know something about Australians, and <laughs> this will fly a lot better than airplane. They won't get that. They won't so get in airplane. Australia. We'll call it flying high. It's flying high. Yeah. Because obviously, some market research was done. Yeah. How does that work? How would you know? The guy needed to pay, needed pay. Right. And he's got to do something. To he's got to do something to earn his pay. He's that's what that was about. That's the same thing as like a food and beverage manager manager at a at a, at a hotel. You know, we right. used to work those places. No, the band's got to be there. We've been playing there for 30 years. No, you got to play <laughs> yeah. there now. Like, yeah, I'm right. new. you got to play there. You right. know? It's it's like, I've got to well, that's right in front the of the bathroom. Right. Well, you got to play there. Yeah. That guy got fired last week. Okay, we're back to play where we were. That's right, just a guy just doing a job just to have a job.